0: Welcome back to another episode of Dreamy Coordinate. I'm so excited to have you guys back. And today, my beautiful and wonderful guest is The Amazing Mai, or on Instagram, you can look her up, Maymistea. Now, this (laughs) episode, we got into some pretty interesting conversations about culture, about religious iconography, and a few other things that you're going to be able to, you know, sink your teeth into. And if you have not listened to the Jelly episode, if you would like to do that, because we do mention some of her choices and some of her stuff, because uh, my and Jay are friends IRL, and they also have twin before, and that's pretty much most of the context that you need, but you can go back and listen to it again anyways and as always if you want to contact me contact me at dreamycoordinate at gmail.com spelled the same way it is on the name of the podcast now honestly there's so much to get through so I'm not gonna stall anymore let's get into it hi uh welcome to the podcast hi there so I want to get to know a little bit about you and your story of how you found Lolita, when you got into it, all that kind of juicy detail. So how did you find Lolita?
1: I really don't know when I started being into Lolita. Um, probably five to eight years. I've been in the com for five years, I think, plus. Um, and I started being into Lolita probably like growing up uh, because I'm actually from Japan so like when I go back to Japan to see my relatives and stuff I think there is like here and there like you know remnants of Harajuku fashion prevalent in just like everyday life there so like I would see it in the media I would see it like you know in on TV or just like in magazines and I think I've always had that kind of preference for alternative styles and Lolita spoke out to me in that way um, and then well because I'm living in Australia I just assume like no one knows or cares about it here and it wasn't until like I went to like an event that's like got nothing to do with Lolita and I saw someone wearing it, and I, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I didn't know this was a thing. And he actually introduced me to the comm, and that's when I became like part of that community and got all these friends that also wore frills. And yeah, that's my story.
0: See, that's really cool. Like. I kind of want to know a little bit more about your story. Like, were you living there and then you kind of got exposed to it or were you just kind of like, I really want to know about alternative fashion. Like, what's the story there? I want to know.
1: Uh, I came to Australia when I was four. So um, it was more like when I was like primary school and up where I would visit my relatives and then like they'll take me shopping, like clothes shopping and stuff. And um, like I would prefer like, more alternative styles, even when I was like a wee kid, and it would be diff- like really different from what there is on offer in like Australia or in like Western countries, and like it wasn't like Lolita per se, but it would be kind of just like Harajuku style, like mm-hmm. J fashion. Mm-hmm.
0: I I think also it's really interesting because when you go to Japan, it's there. There's like because Lolita in itself, it's kind of like a fashion it's like a sub fashion, but there's a lot of overlaps with like Otome K and like sort of like Liz Lisa kind of brands. And you can go and see like super similar aesthetics, especially with like stores like Axis Femme where you go in and it's kind of like there's Lolita but like discount Lolita, but there's also sort of more intense Lolita and and in that way it's quite easy to kind of overlap and cross into more of that like alternative like like you said Harajuku fashion.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like even like seemingly normal labels in Japan, they would have like like a frilly blouse that would go or it'll like you it can really incorporate like uh, bits that could be Lolita or these very turned down Lolita in styles. Like I think when I was like younger, this wouldn't be Lolita fashion, but there was like these like, label for kids called, like, Mezzo Piano and Pomponette. Pomponette. I don't remember. But um, they would have, like, I would say, like, kind of sweet Lolita or, like, pastel classic um, vibes Mm -hmm. that um, I was really taken to. Mm. And they I I don't know, it's just, like, yeah, it's kind of, like, a grey area.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've also noticed because when you wear Lolita, I don't really see you like sticking to any particular style. i I feel like you really like to dabble a lot with all these different type of styles. Is that kind of like an extension because you you were quite like, how should I say, like experimental with your fashion, or like where did yeah, that come I feel from? Like,
1: yeah, well, um yeah, I would say I'm pretty experimental, and it's I'm very inconsistent. Like I started off like um with my vision of lolita being like inspired by visual k at um at one point like when i first like actually knowing about lolita rather than just like general japanese style like japanese style um and then so i was envisioning myself wearing like gothic and then um at one point, I discovered like Angelic Pretty, and I think there's just so many options, and life is short, so it's just like, you know, whatever I like, I buy,
0: and so just work with it. Yeah.
1: yeah, so my wardrobe's pretty eclectic, but I, I don't mind now. Like I used to be like, I wish that you know I'm like those girls in Instagram who have just like this one set style, and they're like consistently having this like, like, look. Mm. and I'm not like that but I, I I, mean like they're great and that's awesome and um, it's not like one's better than the other but I am happy just always trying new things mm, mm, um, mm. and I like bits and like bits and bobs of like each style like you know I would like I don't know Sweet Lolita but I'm really picky so only like you
0: know a certain part of it so I
1: don't know it's just hard for me to settle yeah like, I don't
0: know what that says about me though <laughs> no 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 I I feel the exact same way I I like I see a lot of people doing just soul pink or like just doing sweet lolita but I think it's kind of boring like it's like there are so many like cool things and different aspects of styles and fashions that you can get into and, like, especially with Lolita, there are so many sub-styles. Like, with, like, classic or gothic. Like, I feel like because there's so much stuff you can choose from, it's almost insulting to just pick one. But,
1: yeah. Yeah, maybe. Or
0: maybe it's just because I'm indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You know, we never no. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, no, no, no. It's good. It's a good thing. Um. So, yeah. with the dream coordinate, because you've got such an experimental style... You know, how did you come to pick the style that you wanted to settle on, or like a theme? Was there like a motif or a design that you wanted to go with with this?
1: Um. Yes. Yeah, so, um, my dream coordinate would just be like the theme is like all white, and the reason for that is like it kind of fits into anything. Like, all white can be applied to like sweet Lolita. It can be. It can be gothic. Like, it could be a haunting white or like classic leader they they can have white as well mm-hmm. like i don't know it's and it's also a bit bold to wear all white and so like i've never actually went ahead and just did it so my dream is to wear all white with like kind of like a feather slash angel motif mm. um so it's kind of like heavenly not like not wedding like <laughs> It's hard, I think it's hard to wear all white without being, like, bridal. I, my goal, I guess, would be to invoke, like, more of, like, an angelic, heavenly sort of vibe rather than, like, a bridal vibe.
0: Right, and so that's probably, maybe a little bit more gothically inspired, probably, in terms of the style?
1: Yeah, probably most gothic, um, out of, like, the three. (laughs) But <laughs> you could, like, maybe be, maybe be in other genres. Mm. I don't know. I, sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what genre I'm wearing today. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> yeah. It just, it looks vaguely like Lolita. It's got the petticoat. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when it comes to the sort of the motif then, let's talk about, like, the core of the outfit. You've obviously got, like, the dream dress. And a lot of Lolita is usually around, like, an, uh, the one piece or the JSK or a skirt, is there like a specific actual dress that you wanted to base this off or are you just kind of thinking like I have an image of something that I liked and then I'm gonna see if I can make it like a reality kind of thing
1: oh there's actually two things so um I wanted to base my whole coordinate around this triple fortune bonnet that I bought like a while ago and it's so over the top and big and I do not have like anything to go with it so that's why I'm kind of making this Dreamcourt in it. Um, So it's like a triple triple fortune doll bonnet in white. Mm -hmm. And it's like a huge bonnet. I think it's pretty iconic. Um, And it's got like a bunch of flowers on it and a bow and like a little crown on the bow. And it's huge. Um, And then the second part of it is um, recently I found – this brand called, I don't know if it's called Mr. Corset or MR Corset, but um, I found out on Instagram they have just a lot of like flowy, like lace overlay kind of outfits and clothes. Um, and I think they opened a store in La Forêt, mm. but I don't know. Uh, but they have this iconic dress that's um, called frill angel wing, rankless dress, and it's just like super flowy. And then on the back, it's got like, like a roughly pair of wings, mm-hmm. like stuck on the back. So it's, I feel like it's, you know, I think it would go with the bonnet that I was envisioning.
0: Uh because of the textures.
1: Yeah, it was like soft and, like. I don't know if it's called chiffon or lace, but it's just like kind of like a see-through overlay. Mm. Um, they have like a tool and lace, lace dress robe. Um, and also I'd want to like cinch it a bit with um, a corset. I think that MR or Mr. Corset, they do a lot of corsets as well mm-hmm, as for mm-hmm. the name. And it's just like kind of like a thin smaller kind of waist one that just uh, makes it like the waist shape so then it can kind of flare out it's probably that dress that I mentioned the frill angel wing mm-hmm, miraculous wing. dress mm-hmm. with the with the wings on the
0: back is it a one piece or a JSK
1: I think it's a JSK mm. um, because I just looked at stock photos earlier and it was really vague because it was just like
0: fluffy everywhere So for those of you who would like to have a look, it's the Frill Angel Ranunculus Dress in White from Mr. Corset. And you can go and have a look. It has this wonderful asymmetrical lace edge and an A-line dress. Um, Although we weren't completely sure whether or not this was a JSK or an OP, but if it is a JSK, would you want to wear a blast underneath it as the models do in the pictures?
1: I think you can get away with not wearing a blouse, especially Australian summer would be ideal. The less layers, the better.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: But they do have, I think they have a bunch of, like, equally light fabric style um, blouses that you Mm -hmm. can pair it with.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that would be, like, a good idea just because it's so hot. And, like, even even sometimes, like, you can just wear the thin layers with, like, thin chiffon, and usually you can get away with,
1: Oh, yeah, they have, like, a bunch of really nice lacy blouses um, on their store, too, that I, I mean, it's a dreamy corner, so I can pick whatever I want, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) make
0: your own blouse, just one that has long sleeves, but feels like nothing. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and has that same, like, texture, the same wavy feel.
0: Mm, yeah, and that's, yeah, it's really cute, because you've got so many, it, yeah, it's, like, deceptively simple. And they've got a sort of, like, asymmetrical hem, but you also have, like, the wings kind of trailing down the back, and it's all very, like, lacy and frilly. So it probably is quite, like, a a good-for-summer dress as well, I imagine.
1: Yeah, it looks really comfy.
0: Yeah, and, like, because you've got the, um... I can't tell if it's shirring, because there's just so much lace. Yeah. But I, I imagine, I will imagine that it's shirring.
1: Yeah. Well, at least, you know, hope that it's stretchy.
0: Oh, yeah. Stretchy bodices are, like, the underrated heroes of, like, the JSK. If it is not a stretchy bodice, I don't want to wear it. Because you gotta... <laughs> you need to breathe sometimes. And some of those tight bodices are not comfy. But anyways, okay. So, main piece. Frill angel wing ranunculus dress from Mr. Corsa. Done. So, let's move on to socks and shoes. What? What's your idea?
1: There's a, um... I think it's like an indie brand who does really cool socks called atelier 17 mm-hmm. and they would have um there's uh, a pair of socks that would match like the outfit and it's called dark fairy tales swan lake otks and it's basically like white and then it kind of has like a pretend kind of skin color crisscross like corset lacing all down it because the main piece doesn't have like print on it, so this one's got like a subtle print that like is pretending that it's it's actually like a corset.
0: Ah, so like kind
1: of like yeah, kind of like a billotage.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like those illusion tights, except more yeah. subtle. Yeah. Mm. Is it is it white corset lace? Yeah. Okay.
1: I think it's like all white.
0: Hmm. Kind of, cause the color that you've picked, especially for the frill angel, ranunculus dress, it's very like piece of paper white. Cause sometimes, yeah. <laughs> because sometimes when you go with um shido lolita themes, you run into the risk of having your whites not matching.
1: Yeah, that's that's why. Um, yeah, I'm hesitant to like piece together anything in case it like arrives and it's just. The White Stone match. So that's always like a dream coordinate, I guess.
0: Because <laughs> you don't, do you own the frill angel wing dress?
1: No, I don't. Um, so the only thing I own um, so far is the bonnet. And this is me just kind of like wishing that I had stuff to go with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Was there a name for the bonnet, by the way?
1: Apparently it's called doll bonnet.
0: Doll bonnet. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: triple fortune doll bonnet and they have like white ivory black and
0: stuff so see I love how we were just talking about how your whites don't match and they come up with this white versus ivory stuff like that's a lot of white matching that needs to be done there but we've got the tights what about the shoes
1: uh, I really was think like thinking a lot about the shoes and I don't know if this will be the best pick but I really like Vivian Westwood and I'd want to wear like the white rocking horse shoes with it. I think it would look really
0: cool. Uh, Edgy. The classic <laughs> ones. Yeah. Are they? Because um, thought... they have a wooden base, right? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if
1: that would like throw it off, but it's okay. I think it will be neutral enough.
0: That'll mm. be fine. Do you um? Do you typically like rocking horse shoes? Is there a reason why you picked this specific style? Um.
1: I really like Vivian Westwood and also I think a lot of us would be like super inspired about um super inspired by the anime Nana. Mm. <laughs> where she wore a lot of Vivian Westwood and the Rocking Horse shoes and it's like my dream pair of shoes. Ideally in like black or red though, but white would go with this, so,
0: mm. so it's like a, a good dash of nostalgia. Yeah. And, because I'm not quite sure how far they lace up in terms of the, um, are they just like a buckle across, or do they lace up with the the style that you're thinking of?
1: They lace up, but because the OTKs have a print on them, I'll just, like, loop it on the ankles only, like, loop it around. You can just tie them at the ankles,
0: Mm -mm. like,
1: around, um, and not, like, crisscross it over the top, because Mm -mm. it's already crisscrossed on the... Any case. Mm, and that
0: would be like too much.
1: Yeah. Mm. The crisscross will be covering the crisscrosses. All right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we talked about kind of like the headgear that you've already planned because you've, you've planned this around your doll bonnet, triple fortune, white ivory doll bonnet, which is totally over the top. Um, And you like to wear a lot of wigs as well. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you thinking of pairing this with a wig or like, you know, because there's so much going on with the bonnet already. You know, do you like to style your wigs? What What's the plan? Well,
1: I think that's, that's a good point because um, because the, the bonnet's so big, it looks weird with natural hair. Like, it looks kind of more balanced if you have, like, big hair. Mm. So... I usually buy it from Dreamholic. I'd probably try and get like the lightest hair color, like close to platinum white, linen white. Have a like kind of like wavy coming out. That would be cool.
0: How long do you want the wig?
1: Maybe like elbow length.
0: That's quite long. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know how
1: that's like that kind of. I don't know. I'm picturing like, you know, those like girls who have like a nighty on and they're like coming out with like a lamp and they have like this really long bed hair that's like really Yeah. Long, like, is it, like in horror movies. or something? <laughs> I don't know what I'm
0: start, I was going to but... say like Victorian stuff like when you go when there's like pride and prejudice or whatever and they're wearing like those you know super like you know thick um cotton gowns and then they come out with like the lamp, and then their, like, hair is, like, butt length, and they're, like, Yeah, yeah, that's around. what I am
1: imagining. I'm imagining that, and, like, thick, wavy hair, like, either, like, really, really light blonde. Yeah, really light blonde.
0: And you'd like bangs as well for your wigs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it suits Lolita the most, and also, um... I don't think I can wear lace fronts ever because I have a really small forehead. It just looks really fake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Actually, it's a good thing because lace fronts are quite expensive as well.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I never really considered them an option because I didn't really think it would,
0: like, I could wear them. To fit. Yeah, so, no. But, but you're totally right. Like, I think there's something about Lolita that just fits bangs. Like, if you don't have bangs, I feel like the aesthetic is almost thrown off a little bit like you have to have a bit of a fringe
1: yeah i mean there's heaps of uh you know lolitas who do pull it off and it actually fits but it's harder i think it's harder um or conversely it's easier to pull off bangs with it just matches easier
0: Mm -hmm. but yeah like
1: no hate to no fringe people (laughs) or anything like
0: that yeah no hate to no fringe. <laughs> yeah like I've done both and I hate having bangs because you you know in Australia because of the droughts it's really hard to wash your hair every day and it gets really like, greasy and awful um but then like when I don't have bangs and I wear lolita I'm like this doesn't look right like I don't I feel like it just frames the face nicer anyway that's just my preference
1: yeah no no I totally get you
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah no hate to no fringe people yeah. yeah, yeah, we, we send love and, and peace and comfort to you all. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so you've got your wig, long, you're not going to style it or anything, you're just going to let it run loose, um, yeah. light linen colour, and then just to pair it with, like, the bonnet on top with, you know, like, a, a nice fringe and whatever, but then, you know, with the rest of the hair, are you going to put extra stuff in it? Are you going to go, like, totally over the top, or are you just going to leave it, add some, like, small accessories...
1: Ooh, I don't know. Like, maybe not on the hair because there's just so much going on that if you put anything else on, like, you won't be able to see it. That's <laughs> it's true. It's just totally covered the top.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh-huh.
1: yeah, I, I think that just that one is is good.
0: Mm-hmm. But what about accessories then? Like, mm, would you go for, like, earrings or...?
1: Ooh, I would, but you... You wouldn't be able to see earrings, so maybe I wouldn't wear earrings just, just because it would get tangled in the, in the uh, bonnet and the wig.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, just probably just like sleepers.
0: Yeah. And then
1: for accessories, I'd get like a white uh, rosary. And in my, in a perfect world, I don't know what it is about rosaries, but. Like, I think maybe the point is that they have, like, those beads on them, but Mm -hmm. I want a rosary that has just, like, a chain. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's, like, no beads, just, like, the chain, and then at the end there's, like, a
0: white cross. I see. So you don't want the prayer beads.
1: Yeah. Is that unholy?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is definitely, like, a conversation that's come up before, especially on the Jay episode, where it's kind of hard to draw the line between using, especially like Catholic iconography in a purely aesthetic sense. I think it's, yeah, it's a difficult line to draw. And I think everyone out there probably has like a different opinion on that. Like, what is it about the church motifs that you kind of feel yourself drawn to?
1: Well, I think in Gothic a lot of crosses and a lot of like stained glass, and even like churches are on prints. And yeah, I don't know why why gothic, um, like subcultures are so like it's not even like you know gothic Lolita. It's even just like general gothic. You know they
0: have crosses. Like when you get into gothic, it's kind of hard to avoid church prints. Like, yeah, yeah like, even if you go into it, like, a lot, like, Atelier Boz, I love their stuff, and, you know, I, I've talked about it with um, Jay on her episode, but it was really interesting for me to go in, and, like, a lot of their stuff was influenced by that kind of, like, Catholic, like, you know, like, opulent Catholicism, a lot of yeah. those kind of prints, and you're like, I really do love the aesthetic, and I don't know if this is, like, is it weird that they're selling rosaries, but they're not a religious institution? <laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Like, I've thought about it, but I'm also... I don't really feel like it's super appropriation because, like, it's there's no power dynamic that oppresses those Christians. Maybe I'm, like, super uninformed. Maybe I need to look into this more.
0: Yeah, I mean, there are definitely Christians who are like, religiously oppressed in some places around the world, even if it's not where we live. But certainly they are everywhere. Like, Christianity is prevalent. And because of how dominant it is in a lot of places that people are very aware of Christian iconography... Like, a lot of people are probably going to know what a cross is, even if you don't come from a place where it's a Christian majority. I also find it interesting because Japan is obviously a place where a lot of external cultural influences are not at play. Because, you know, they're mainly, predominantly monoethnic, And so, you know, and a lot of media, like stuff like Evangelion, uses Christian iconography in a very non-religious setting. The actual story itself is not really related to Christianity at all. But a lot of the signals and the signs and the semantics of, of, you know, Christianity are kind of used in there, but none of the meaning. And in that way, like, I feel like it's really interesting that Japan kind of takes and uses so many aesthetic influences and puts them in the fashion. And especially because we are interested in Lolita for its aesthetic purposes, there's sort of a disconnect that we feel when it comes to buying the thing, because you're buying it for fashion purpose. And so it's kind of hard to, you know, go up to the manufacturer and go, why are you creating this stuff when they don't have this discussion at all? So... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, honestly, I don't think it's just Japanese, like, fashion. Like, I know there's, like, you know, gothic brands that also utilizes, like, um, like, the cross... And things that are like even like the Satan symbol and stuff, just for like the Gothic aesthetic, like maybe Killstar. Oh yeah, like
0: like Hot Topic. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't feel like um, like part of it is because like Japanese people, I feel like they they just think oh like the cross, it's neat, it's cool, and like they don't associate it with Christian Christianity as much because they they don't like you know identify with it. And they think, oh, this is cute, but it's not just them. I don't feel like like I feel like um, other culture, like even Western cultures, are doing it too. So mm. I think just like they th- thought Lolita was a cool name, and then made <laughs> you know the fashion subculture called Lolita.
0: Yeah, see that that's <laughs> that's something that we've actually not talked about on the podcast before, and that's the sort of the way that people engage with Lolita. Because it's really interesting that some people have this idea of what Lolita is by the name itself. And then you have to go, You like, everyone always goes, oh, no, 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 you don't understand. It's actually subculture. It's a fashion. It's totally unrelated, even though it was inspired in a way. And then you kind of have to go and explain the whole story. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I try to explain it like, you know how... There's Barbie like the doll, but then in Australia you say like barbecue is Barbie and it's got nothing to do with each other. And it's not like Barbie was based off the doll. Barbie means barbecue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And says so like if we can have the same name for different like well-known terms, then I'm sure that we can have the same name for a fashion and a book. Like that's all there is to it.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. That's a, that's a good way to explain it, yeah. It's interesting because we're getting into a culture where we kind of aware, like, hyper-aware about certain words and, like, usages, but, yeah. you know, that's kind of denying the fact that languages and, and words and meanings change over time. Like, it, like you know, gay is no longer holding the same kind of connotations that it has over in the last 10 years, but also in the last 20 years. Like, you know, the meaning has changed oh, quite yeah. a bit. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, like it, happy, yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah, like, you went from going to happy to something that's kind of, like, insulting to to also something that just, you know, it's just a sexuality. Um, and so, obviously, people are going to be like, well, you have to look at the nuance of a word, and just because it's a term for something that you think you know doesn't necessarily mean that it is something that is actually what you know. yeah. So we're back on the topic of accessories, and you said you wanted a chain. What, what kind of chain do you want? One of those, like, thin ones, like a thin metal one or, like, a rope cord? Do you think about those Ooh. details?
1: <laughs> um, thick enough that, like, it's sturdy. Um, I wouldn't know how to gauge size. But, yeah, like, not too chunky, though.
0: But... Hmm. Because when you say white, is there a reason why you picked white instead of going for something more, like, traditional, like, silver or, like, you know, sort of, like, a metallic-y kind of color? Or, like, maybe wood? Oh,
1: I think pure white would be, like, fun and a challenge to wear. And then I wouldn't mind, like, I think the chain would be silver, for example.
0: Mm. Just, but like, the, um, the the crucifix itself would be white.
1: Yeah, um, I think Shaglit has like like a plain cross rosary, and they have it in white, black, and red. Mhm. And I think the white one would be cool. Um. And I think the bead was white too, but I just want plain chain. Yeah.
0: I just... mean,
1: maybe I would get it one day, and. Maybe I'll get this drink caught in it one day and
0: buy it in white. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> It'll inspire you. A lot of people have told me, they were like, oh, I just planned this. But then suddenly I had this great desire to really actually wear it and create it. And I was like, good, no, perfect. No, I'm feeling the same. <laughs> yeah, good, perfect. I want to see this come to life because everyone's ideas are like so original and so cool. And like the, the level of effort that they put into it. I'm like, that's amazing. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So we've got uh white rosary. What else? Do you want rings? Because... Jay put on like ten thousand rings. <laughs> wow,
1: um, I have two rings that I bought recently. Um, they're in a black colorway though, but for this purpose they're white. Um, and that's the Shaglit Crown ring. So it's like a, like a royal crown kind of like jutting out. Um, of the ring, like a whole, a whole crown, and then. Um, The other one that I bought recently was – I think it's, like, an independent designer, Um, and um, they're called Niant Glass. a coffin-shaped ring that kind of looks like the Moitier ring, but it's handmade, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, like – yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah, people should go check it out because I think that – you know, handmade items are super precious, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What's the brand called again? How do you spell it? N E A N E N T
1: and then glass.
0: And then everyone should go check it out. Is it expensive?
1: <laughs> I actually remember, like, I actually group ordered it with J. Ah!
0: And... Classic. <laughs> classic.
1: Maybe it is. Like, it should be because, like, it's individually made. Yeah, because... it's not like Expensive I, enough that
0: I'm like I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember like whenever I go to um, Harajuku at like Ret, there's a lot of really cool, you know, like small stores that make these like you know beautiful handmade like jewelry. It's all intricate. It's all like you know really like hefty stuff. And then you look at the price tag and you go, that is also very hefty. Oh, dang. <laughs> and I'm not sure that I can justify you know, getting something. But, like, sometimes when it's handmade, you know you're paying not just for, like, the item itself, but for the quality and, 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 you know, the artistic design that they've actually done to make this happen. So, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Handmade stuff, very good. Neant glass, go check it out. So, theoretically, these are black rings, but they will come in white, magically.
1: Yeah, I think they had different colorways. Like, I chose black because it, goes with a lot of my wardrobe and because it's coffin is like gothic but I vaguely recall they do like did red and I'm sure they did other colors Mm. so yeah white isn't an impossibility
0: not not totally impossible okay so two rings anything else
1: Mm -hmm. um I'd probably have like in between I'd have like dainty silver rings just to fill the space like with crosses or just plain ones I don't know any, I don't know. I have recently bought a ring from like a not Lolita brand called Regal Rose that does like semi-affordable sterling silver um, and gold. Mm. So I have a ring from there and it's like a hand. Hand motifs are kind of popular nowadays, but yeah, it's kind of like a hand clasping the ring.
0: Ah, um, yeah. sort of like that the one that circles around and then, like, grabs the end or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, one hand.
0: Mmm, that's cool. So,
1: yeah, maybe, like, that and, yeah, just, like, I don't know. I don't want too many, like, huge rings, so mm-hmm. i just have, like, two big ones and then,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, similar but smaller mm. rings on the other hand, on the f- other fingers.
0: Yeah, but you still want it to be, like, decorative and sort of, like... silver but not too much
1: yeah oh actually that reminded me um i have the i don't know if it really goes but i'm gonna do it anyway i have a vivian westwood um armor ring you know from the anime Mm. and it's silver so i would put that on because like i'll have silver on my fingers and then i'll have silver on like around my neck like
0: with a necklace so I'll just try and make everything silver mm, yeah. mm, that's true yeah and you know it's really <laughs> because I've I, on your Instagram there's a lot of times where you do twin with Jay and I think it's really funny because it's really coming through with your dream coordinates because she's, <laughs> she's picked like this like you know all black gothic thing and then you've picked like an all white but you're both wearing like tons of rings
1: and <laughs> oh my god I yeah I, like, didn't remember that she was doing all black, but we did do an event once where uh, we were um, twinning, except she was wearing the black version of the dress and I was wearing the white version of the dress. Yeah. Yeah. No, that reminds me of that time. That, and then we actually handmade, like um like feather attachments to our hair because I think we were going for like a uh, swan lake
0: vibe. So I so, said like Odell and Odette. Yeah, Odette and Odile. That's such a, yeah, that's such a cool theme. Except this time it wouldn't be swans, it would be sort of <laughs>
1: angels.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause she 'cause Jay was saying she was really inspired by like a cherub aesthetic, but for you I think you're more yeah, see, this is really interesting. Wings. Yeah, see, because you've gone sort of wings and, like, angelic white, and then she's kind of gone, like, black and then, like, gothic and then cherub. Anyways, inadvertently, yeah. <laughs> inadvertently twinning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so with the last accessories, uh, tell me about your bag of choice. Uh, so, yeah, I
1: couldn't really think of any particular bag, and um, I shouldn't because I've hit my hard limit on my like personal like amount of bags that I am lying myself and I feel like I don't actually have any white bags so if I had like a like any white bag that has like wings on it would be cool or like a Vivian Westwood white bag I'm sure they have white bags I yeah. just really like Vivian Westwood. Yes,
0: the, Viv- <laughs> the Vivian Westwood mega fan. Okay, well, if you had to pick one.
1: Um, I think, I don't know if they actually came out in white, but uh, Alice in the Pirates just came out with like a heart bag with wings on, wings coming out of it. Mhm. So maybe that. In white? Yeah.
0: All right. So we go Alice in the Pirates, heart bag with wings in white. Let's talk about makeup. Is there... <laughs> do you have an idea of what you want to do with the makeup?
1: Um. So, yeah. So, like, I wouldn't go far as to do, like, Hironari, but, like, really pale makeup. And then recently I got um, white eyeliner and white mascara from Colour- Colourpop.
0: Ah, bless Colourpop.
1: Yes, bless. bless. And then, um, you know how like um, I've seen it on IG sometimes, but like the white, like thick white eyeliner, uh, eyeline and thick white eyelashes
0: mm. It's, like
1: really mysterious. Yeah, for
0: that. It, yeah, yeah. Because it looks quite like ethereal as well. Because it's just the eyes. Yeah, mm. and then
1: like a bit of red, like on the cheek.
0: A bit of red. A bit of red. A bit of red. You know, it's in, it's interesting that you say you wouldn't go for Shiranori, though. Because I'm just imagining, kind of like, what would it look like if you did go for it? I could.
1: I've never tried it before. Oh. It
0: would it would, be, it
1: would be fun.
0: Yeah, because you know. I love um, Minori, because she's obviously, you know, the iconic person you think of when you when you go for shiro and i'm just like some of her old white coordinates i mean listen that's like peak fashion like every time i see like the detail that she puts on her like face makeup it just adds something to it like i don't know if it's the designs or sort of like the overall aesthetic but it's just there's something so interesting about the way that she does like designs on the face that adds so much especially You know what? It's interesting that you mentioned with the white lashes because she does a lot of paper lashes on her
1: eyes. Yeah, she does.
0: And I'm just like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if you did something, you know, to the effect of maybe like some sort of lace or some sort of, you know, design with the white eyeliner as well that was sort of like lace on the eyelids.
1: Yeah, no, that would be really interesting. I think I'd do like experimental makeup.
0: Yeah, because I think you can go really experimental if you go with all one colour. Yeah. Mm, that's such a cool idea. I can't wait to see what you do. You can just, like, sit at home with the eyeliner now and
1: just...
0: Yeah. doodle on your face. Because
1: cause the dress that I was talking about, like, it's still in stock, so... I'll
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it and it says, add to cart. And I go, huh? Oh, yeah, mm, mm, I could. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about lipstick? Uh, Would you go for a white lipstick or... Concealer?
1: Ooh, um, I would do, like, a lip tint. It's, like, a gradient lip. Mmm. Um, I feel like, because it's so white, like, a pop of lip color would be warranted. Like, Etude House does really nice lip tints. I think there's, like, a vampire red one, but I'll just put in, like, a really tiny bit that is like, you know, that gradient lip?
0: Mm, 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 mm,
1: Yeah, I might do that.
0: And that would be like a red color? Yeah. Yes. Um, so what type of perfume would you wear?
1: Um, I think to suit the white aesthetic, I'd go with um, Anna Sui Secret Wish. It's very, like, fresh smelling, like, pure scent.
0: Mm. Um.
1: Like the bottle's really cute. It's got like a fairy sitting on top it, on top of the lid.
0: Oh. And
1: the liquid itself inside is like a very light aqua.
0: Mmm. So very aesthetic. Yeah. Very um, aesthetic.
1: My mum recently got it for me because I've been looking for it for so long, and she found it in like vinnies or something.
0: Like, oh, the box, so. is it like a uh, limited edition or something?
1: I don't think so, but I've like haven't seen it in stores for so long. I hope they're making more. Like, please don't like this, like, cease manufacturing of this product. <laughs> I've seen other honestly like, Anasui makeup or perfumes. I've seen some Anasui perfumes in like Chemist Warehouse even, so I'm sure that they'll have it.
0: Mm. Yeah, alright. So the notes are fresh and juicy, lemon, melon, peach, pineapple, blackcurrant, floral accords, and woodsy, sandalwood, white cedar, amber, and musk. That does look very pretty. That's a gorgeous color. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... I a-
1: like fresh. Yeah.
0: Fresh. So would you go for white nails? Yes.
1: White nails... I thought about nail art because of like everything else is kind of like busy. So I'd say like lace, kind of like lace um, stuck on to like gel nails. I like I prefer gel nails,
0: oh. um, lace,
1: and maybe um, like a bit of shimmer, like a pearlescent sheen.
0: I think one of the one of the most understated nail color sort of combinations is like a gradient white like (laughs) I think yeah you know like French tips overrated but like a little bit of like a shimmery white gradient it's like natural but it's like not too over the top but it like elongates your nails obsessed that's my favorite yeah (laughs) just throwing that out there for anyone who wants to have some idea (laughs) for their next manicure their work-friendly manicure. Yeah, I don't manicure. get my nails
1: done usually, but it would be nice.
0: Yeah, and like a lot of people like I think recently as well people didn't, like gel nails weren't so popular like a few years ago but recently like they've really become very accessible as well.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Is there anything else that I've missed?
1: Um, no, I think we got everything.
0: Alright. Um.
1: Optional, optional maybe like white lace gloves.
0: Oh, cool. mm. You know how they have those new um, gloves, which are sort of, like, translucent, but they have, like, uh, diamantes, like, studded on, like, the flesh-coloured stuff, and then they have nails attached to the end?
1: Whoa, no, I, ha- I have no idea. Oh, okay. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, like, this huge drag thing, because a lot of drag, um, drag artists, they don't want to get their nails done just for like occasions or whatever and so you you like put on these like you know like flesh translucent like illusion gloves and they have diamante sort of studded on them so they're kind of like britney from toxic but just the gloves and then oh my God. yeah and then they stick on like the nails just on the end so then you know you don't have to go and get your nails done you can just sort of wear them for that occasion and then take them off Oh,
1: I've
0: I i did not know about that. That's cool. Yeah, that's a that's a new thing. Maybe but I think maybe the, the lace glove is probably more of a classic option. But yeah. Uh so I'm gonna read back your coordinate to you. Okay. Uh so we've based this idea around the triple fortune doll bonnet in ivory. And so the JSK, or the sort of main body of the dress, is just going to be the frill angel wing ranunculus dress. And because it's Australian, it's really hot, you're probably not going to use a blouse. A uh, indie Atelier 17 dark fairy tale swan, swan-like inspired OTKs in white. And then you would also go with the Vivienne Westwood white rocking horse shoes, the ones with the wooden base, because they are inspired... Uh, by Nana and then for the headgear you would like a super light hair colored wig from Dreamholic um, wavy elbow length so super long and then you're gonna put your doll bonnet on top and just leave it at that because there's a lot of detail going on with that already uh, you would like for accessories the Shiglet, uh Rose Rosary with no beads ideally in white and you would like your fantasy sheaglet crown ring in white, and also the Neant glass white coffin ring. And then maybe just a couple of regal rose crosses, dainty silver rings just to fill out the spaces on your hand. And also the Vivney Westwood armor ring in silver. You've gone for the Alice and the Pirates um, white heart, white wings, heart bag in white Mm -hmm. and then for makeup pale makeup white eyeliner mascara a bit of red blush and then a sort of light lip gradient a uh finishing touch secret wish from aniseu yeah and maybe lace gloves maybe (laughs) yeah we'll roll the dice on the day see how you feel yeah, because
1: it will cover my nails.
0: Yes. So. Yeah. Either either the white lace gloves or the white nails. Yeah. Great. That sounds amazing. I hope I hope it happens.
1: Yeah, I'm seriously considering getting that dress.
0: You, I think you should. PayPal <laughs> hey is is taunting me right now. It says add to cart. It's it's waiting. It's ready for you. I
1: know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. If if
0: there's any like big event. If there's not, I will I will make an event just so you can show up.
1: Oh, <laughs> We should have a pod event where everyone wears the clothes that they wanted.
0: Yeah. I mean it would be so cool if Jay actually made her ideal dress happen and so did you, because there's such like a twinning a duality to oh. your <laughs> to your coordinate that it would genuinely be cool to see if you could like photograph them together because I think like they sound super complimentary. Aww. Yeah, yeah, it's
1: like super unintentional, but I guess,
0: like... It's a subconscious like twinning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. subconscious. You, like, linked up in the cloud, and you were like, "Oh, in your dreams, what would you like as a dream coordinate? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the, the podcast, and it's been so cool to listen to your dream coordinate, and, yeah, genuinely, I do hope it happens, and if if it does happen... I can't wait to see it.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you.
0: What an episode. It was so much fun to record. And another special thank you to my guest, Mai, for being such a wonderful guest. I had so much fun recording this. Honestly, there was so much packed into that conversation and an amazing dreamy coordinate, which... Honestly, I'm a sucker for all white coordinates. Like personally for me, that's always been my thing. And I love a little bit of Shiranuri as I'm pretty sure that came out in this episode as well. Now, again, if you want to have a look at my wonderful coordinates, please, please, please go ahead and check out her lovely IG, which is Maymistea. M-A-Y-M-I-S-T-E-A. And again, if you want to be in the podcast, if you have anything you want to send in, you want to chat to me about contact me at dreamycoordinate at gmail.com with everyone being housebound and working from home messages are very much appreciated but anyways I hope you really enjoyed this episode I certainly had fun recording it and with that I hope you have an amazing day if you want to listen to some past episodes go ahead treat yourself honestly there's nothing else to do and I hope to see you back again soon